and thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith, here with Saul Bookman, Gerald Borgay, and Espo. Why? I am? And we're celebrating with Sexy Sack That's because... The Phoenix Suns take down the Utah Jazz 117 to 103. A little sexy How sax and Saul Bookman hard breathing. What did you want to breathe hard? Was I breathing hard? I don't think so. I don't feel like I was breathing hard at all. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was me. I was talking. Anyway, Maybe welcome in, everybody. Gerald was just excited by the dance. <laughs> Maybe he was getting all hot and bothered. He was like, ooh. Also, if you guys oh. didn't see uh, Saul as he so graciously and beautifully passed the camera, mm-hmm. he does have his beard dyed also yellowish, right? Gold. 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 You know this gold. <laughs> I look like Golden I'm... boy in the chest that Saul got that same hot dog Espo got. <laughs> no. Nah, mine's a little bit of a different color, but yeah. yeah. This was a little shade. more yellow. It was like Espo's is like mustard yellow. Saul's is like gold. Yeah. but. They both have paid up their bet, uh, what they offered up to do in exchange for Super Chats to be donated to Ryan House. Gerald is also going to pay his up a little later on in the show. A quad shot. A little, Jack Daniels, uh, Jack honey. Daniels, Tennessee honey. Thirty-five percent. You know, <laughs> you know, you didn't have to buy this because I have a whole liquor cabinet in my office. Oh, do you really? Oh, I do. I dropped the oh, ball on that one. So if you do quad, that's like way over a hundred percent, right? You know, sure. Exactly. Mathematically, yeah. is I think that, that how that math works? <laughs> Hashtag analytics. We'll we already got some super chats at the start of the show that we'll go ahead and just name off because they are. For the start of the show, mm-hmm. uh, Doug sent us one for the sexy sacks. Mm, Thank nice. you. Appreciate you. Brian sent us one and said, time to get Garth drunk. <laughs> uh, yes. Woo! Time for me to pay my yes. bet. <laughs> so that'll come up here shortly in the show. We're going to let him ease into it. Then we'll make him take a shot and then we'll test his soberness a few minutes later and just see. <laughs> We'll just see. We're going to ask him grammatical questions. We'll see how this definitions. We'll ask him to do like multiplication (laughs) in his head, see if he can do it. That'd be fantastic. All right, guys, let's start this one off by looking inside the box. Uh, What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Oh, another beautiful, beautiful box score tonight as your Phoenix Suns win 117 103 over the Utah Asses. Yeah, that's right. I dropped the J because they didn't hit any tonight. Oh, wow. uh, 115, or 15 Ooh. points at, off turnovers to the Suns to three for the Jazz. 90%, almost 91% free throw shooting for the Suns. The Jazz shot 66.7%. And that sweet, sweet bench had 57 points to the Jazz's 23. And that's how you get one hell of a 117 103 victory for your Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I mean, they played a shorthanded Utah Jazz team, obviously, but I think the Jazz did a nice job of mixing things up with that zone, um, and that really threw the Suns off after their high-scoring first quarter. But at the start of the fourth, the bench played really well. We got high-scoring nights from this high-scoring bench that we've seen over the last couple of games, um, and that totally turned things around when they got off to that start, and they were able to... Uh, maintain their distance from there. So they took care of business tonight. It, it wasn't pretty in the middle quarters, especially, but uh, they did what needed to be done. It's kind of weird. Th- this game was a little weird because it felt like the Suns had total control, and then they let the lead slip away. But it still didn't feel like like it, it didn't feel like OKC when they kind of melted down, or right. or the Kings when they kind of melted down. It was it was just like they were just missing a lot of wide open shots. Like Terrence Ross, I swear he missed like 18 wide open threes in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you kind of felt better. Like they were getting good shots that just weren't knocking them down. And I mean, I, it feels like this was total domination from the Suns from beginning to end, despite those little hiccups. Yeah. I mean, Terrence Ross started like two for nine, I think, and then closed yeah. three for five. So he, he caught fire at the right time. TJ Warren, I think he started 0 for four and finished four for five. So. Um, they really just clicked on when the Suns needed them to because that bench unit to start the fourth quarter was at a pivotal point in the game with the Jazz kind of whittling away at that lead. Um, and hopefully everybody is okay moving forward heading into Wednesday because I know we have some potential concerns about um, you know Book and the way he started the game versus the way he finished it. Yeah, interesting game, though. Suns shoot worse from the field. They shoot 42% uh, to the Jazz's 44%. But 
they had 101 shots to 86 mm -hmm. for the Jazz. I mean, it was just a they got more opportunities tonight and they took advantage of them when they could. And the free throw shooting, Sun still uh, got to the line five fewer times than the Jazz, but the Jazz only made 18 of their 27. Suns made 20 of 22. Mm -hmm. And that was a, a big reason why the Jazz didn't keep that, uh, cut into that lead and the Suns were able to, uh, to keep that double-digit lead going. I thought that was a big thing because, again, we had seen them miss some some free throws over the last uh, couple of weeks that, you know, made us wonder, was that the new norm or was it just a, a slump? Mm. appears to be just a slump for them. They've definitely bounced back. Yeah, because so. we saw Devin miss free throws too, which was like, that's not – that's not Devin's game. And tonight he was eight of eight from the charity stripe, which was good to see. But Gerald, you brought up Devin and what he was able to do in the first quarter, comparatively mm -hmm. speaking, to the final three. Mm -hmm. And we all know that he had some tape on his hand. He had a little bit on his hand in the previous game as well. I don't know. Was there on some on the, the game before that, too? I think so. But it was very light and it was just around kind of the wrist and the thumb area. So it's gotten a little bit more. I, I'm not, I couldn't tell quite as well from the broadcast tonight it might have been a little bit more it looked like he was kind of holding it under a wrap or uh, a compress of some kind um, but after he got that hit he was you know 18 points five of uh five of nine in the yeah. first quarter and the rest of the way he only had six points on two of ten so uh, it could have just been a cold shooting night from there, but it felt like he was in store for one of those high-scoring perform performances he's had in Utah. So hopefully the hand is well, okay. I heard he was working on a new move where it's just kind of like the jab and go. So like he was getting his hands wrapped up so he could just oh jab and go. Did you read three a little too much? Or? That's on I like wish. an Espo and Gerald level. Yeah. So who that is, that jab one step. was. <laughs> jab that's a real step. jab there step. There you go. That's a real jab step. There oh, you my go. gosh. <laughs> just... <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. You're laughing because you can envision it happening. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys concerned at all by this? The jokes? With, yeah, no. I'm yeah. concerned by the jokes. No. I'm always concerned by Are the you jokes. concerned about Devin Booker at all? No. No. I don't think so. I, I we'll we'll see. We'll see what he has to say about it after the game. I'm sure Dwayne will probably ask him about it in Utah, but um we'll see. The hand's gonna look really good when KD's there. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> because I play Eeyore on this show. Uh mm. It would be kind of apropos this season for go. Devin Booker to be out when KD comes that back. Would, that would be because rough. nothing seems to make sense this year. That would be rough. Yeah, that would not be amazing at all. I don't know. It's just I know you could you could say it's just one of those games, but it's just how often do we see Devin start like that and then just completely fizzle out? Not very often. Sometimes though, when he goes to that bench uh, in the second quarter and he comes back, sometimes that does. But not Kill for the momentum. whole remainder of the game. He scored, what, six points the rest of the yeah. game? Yeah. We've seen it happen before. And you know what? I, and I'd have to go back and watch the tape and then have one of these two guys explain it to me. But uh, <laughs> the the defense for Utah definitely could have focused more on him after that hot start, which gave other guys opportunities and could have slowed him down a little bit too. So it could be a combination of, of multiple things that happened the rest of the way to slow him down. I'm not, I'm not going to panic that it's that it's an injury right away. I mean, we've seen Book go on heaters and then miss uh, you know a bunch in subsequent quarters. Usually, there's another quarter where he comes back and heats back up. We didn't get that tonight. So. Yeah. Do you have sparkles in your glasses today? I do. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. This is my other set of glasses. So. I, I switched glasses today. Oh, because they did transition earlier today. Yeah, yeah. He had a very Dahmer vibe about him earlier today. I was Jesus. like, what's going on with his, what's going <laughs> on with his glasses? I was trying to send a message. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Can you, can you, eat me? <laughs> <laughs> you better mind you. going to murder the competition. <laughs> <laughs> Jab step. <laughs> the, the odds are better today, so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, uh, DeAndre in also returned after missing four games, and uh, good to see him back out there. He finished with 14 points. He had eight rebounds, and he was five of ten. How do you guys feel about the way DA played tonight? Yeah, it was decent first game back. Yeah. You know, no, nothing too too crazy. Still getting back into the flow, but you know, he, he still had a, a decent night. And I thought overall he was he was decent. I mean, just, that was it. He, he didn't. 
he didn't overly impress you and he didn't overly underwhelm you. He was just he was just he was good. He was yeah, he was fine. I, I felt like there was stretches where the whole team was struggling with their decisiveness against that zone. The ball handlers weren't attacking or pulling up for jumpers with confidence and DA in turn when he was catching the ball in the short roll, there were a couple of opportunities where he needed to force the issue, attack the basket, go to the rim. Um, but it wasn't a bad game for him by any means. Obviously, shot 50%, 14 and 8 in 30 minutes. Like, you'll definitely take that first game back after missing a couple with a hip contusion. Um, so he was fine. So, so you're saying he was in midseason form with those not shooting from <laughs> six feet and kicking it out at times? I feel like he's good. Like, he's been good at that in flashes. I would just like to see him put it together more consistently. And especially against a zone when the offense is not getting a lot going and he does catch the ball there, I would like to see him just. One dribble pump fake or one dribble strong finish. He, he's capable of it. He just doesn't do it with regularity. I, I'm going to be honest. When Utah took the lead, I thought we were headed for another blame DA night. Same. Just a blame DA night. Yeah. So I'm glad we didn't wind up there. Me too. I can't <laughs> handle very many more of those nights. And it did just dawn on me not to jump ahead too much here. <laughs> mm. But it did dawn on me that I feel like we're going to get a lot of those nights this offseason. Um, I don't regardless even of what happens in the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. I still feel like we're going to get a lot of those and I'm not mentally prepared for it. And it dawned on me today. Uh, but Mike B said DA covered my picks, but Paul needed to get one point. Darn. I can feel your pain. Yeah. Mike <laughs> I literally feel your pain. Yep. Oh my gosh. So everybody, both of these two hit their bets tonight. I needed one single Chris Paul point. That's brutal. One Chris Paul point. <laughs> and then there we got a timeout at like what? 145 left. Yeah. And Saul was like, I bet you Monty takes him out. And I was like, please don't do it, Monty. Please don't do it, Monty. Mm -hmm. I've never been more mad at Monty in my entire life for I taking hit, Chris Paul the, out. I hit the button. I was like, it's time. It's like the panic button. <laughs> Call oh it man. In. I was it so only works sad. one way to take guys out, not to put them in. So <laughs> I, I love I love how. Everybody, I won't say every, Gerald wasn't because Gerald's Switzerland in this whole <laughs> yes. exercise. But you two. Oh, I immediately, the minute Chris Paul left, I immediately turned to rooting against Espo. Actively rooting it. for me to get screwed in the final I minute. Did. Yes. I did. Uh, well, I guess no what? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> By like the last possible margin. Straight up, get here. <laughs> straight up, turn into a Mario Bro when it happened. He's oh, like, I'm gonna win. Oh my goodness gracious! But the really, really part about this is that now Saul's in the lead again. Oh man, yeah, you took the lead. Oh man, by twenty bucks, and Damn. I'm so upset about this. So Saul's leading us at two hundred eighty-six. Dollars and sixty three cents. I am now in second at two hundred and sixty six dollars and four cents. And Espo, you are back in the two hundreds oh. at two hundred and twenty four dollars and fifty cents. Oh, like you're you're under two hundred, Espo man. <laughs> well, guess who's back? <laughs> I'm coming for you. The sounds he's making. No, okay. <laughs> Let's just real quick. Hello, welcome back. By the way, we've missed you. But no, I didn't want the Suns to lose. I wanted Espo to lose, and his bet was a certain. 210 uh, to 220 margin total points. of points. Yeah. yeah. So and I hit. wanted them to what? score more 220. points. Boom. <laughs> hit. Yeah. But yeah. MGM and I are best friends now. They come in and I break my <sighs> three week streak and not hitting a bet. Well, three congratulations. Yeah. It felt like it. Uh, Jay says, how the turntables. How, how the, the turntables turn indeed. Indeed, indeed. It's a, it's a sad day mm -hmm. here at PHNX, but oh, no. you have so much like, oh, gold no. all over your shirt. It's leaking. Um, but here's the thing. We are, regardless if I lost shit. my bet, we have all won oh, because BetMGM Sportsbook is officially a part of the family. We want to welcome them to the family welcome here guys. at PHNX. And if you guys haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, Use the bonus code PHNX and you will get up to $1,000 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. So here's how it works. You just download the BetMGM app and sign up again using that bonus code PHNX. Deposit at least 10 bucks and place your first wager on any game and you will receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your bet loses. Just make sure, again, you use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up. 
And to tip things off, to celebrate this brand new partnership, we're doing a massive watch party this upcoming Saturday at 2 p.m. at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. It is on the Great Lawn. Parking is super convenient. So come watch the last stages of college basketball play out. They're going to have really great food and beverage specials, giveaways, massive TVs to watch the game on. And plus, if you register and place your first bet with a with promo code PHNX, when you sign up, you'll receive a PHNX shirt. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Uh, I did tell BetMGM just, uh, you know, I said, hey, listen, you know, you only get one ad read for the year because it's going to take us 459 <laughs> okay, days. Listen, I'm glad that, that you poked fun of them because I was like, is it okay to poke fun of the new guys already? If you need help getting through that disclaimer, yeah. can I recommend some Four Peaks beer for you? <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring a giant map of the United States for one of these shows. <laughs> and we're going to try to oh, point God. at each of the states. As Laser pointer. Do you know where Kansas is? Yes, I know where Kansas is. <laughs> I feel like both of you either are about to be cut off yeah. from whatever it is you're drinking tonight, or you both need a beer to calm down. Oh, I, mean, I, I, have to which, I can't figure out which one am, is the best option. I'm about here. to cough every five seconds because the fumes from the fucking no. is just it's in my mouth. Like I don't want it in my mouth. Damn. You can't do that. You are getting murdered behind the scenes right now for that. Oh, man. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. Unreal. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of Four Peaks, uh, Four Peaks and the Cardinals, they go hand in hand. The Cardinals have a new coach, a new GM, and the third pick in the draft. And Four Peaks is the best place to take in the draft on April 27th. Uh, so if you would like to take part in this pivotal moment for the franchise, be sure to head on down to Four Peaks, 8th Street Pub in Tempe. As a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. I can't, I can't help it, Emma. I can hear Espo's nose whistling from over here. <laughs> because I was laughing? I'm really What's laughing. happening? Oh, no, I Oh my god. If you why are audio what do you mean audio listeners? What's happening? This is a post game show. No, I, I called out for what it did. I called out Saul for breathing so damn loud and it wasn't Saul. Was it Aspo or was yeah. it me? It was Aspo. Well, it happens. God bless. Okay. So, uh, oh shall God. we hand out some flowers? <laughs> let's hand out some Everybody flowers. Everybody was asking. Ahoy, hoy, let's do this. <laughs> what the fuck is Everybody going wants on us here? to give Bismack Biombo some flowers, let's and we it. will. But first, we need to find out who had the most flower power tonight. Mm -hmm. Who's wearing the crown, Emma? The bench. The bench. <laughs> Every single one of them. Every single one of them. That was fantastic, Emma. I love this graphic. It's literally a picture of a bench with a flower crown on it. Oh, my God. I'm a big fan of this one. The bench did the damn thing, they you did. guys. This is now three nights in a row. It is. Love to see it. They've been killing it. T Terrence Ross, TJ Warren getting buckets. Whether it's been busy or Jock Landale coming off the bench, manning that center spot. Um, Campaign had another good night tonight. Mm -hmm. He was a candidate for our, our flower child of the game or whatever we're calling it. Flower uh, <laughs> and, and Ish Wainwright was good. I know people have been low on him because he went through a really rough shooting slump there, but three of five from three off the bench, he hit some timely ones. So uh, all around really great effort from the bench tonight. Oh, am I supposed to talk? I'm over here holding my breath. <laughs> Is that what we want? Uh, yeah, no, a hell of a game by the bench. Uh, you guys are so mean to <laughs> each other. You're a bunch of assholes. It's all right. Thank um, God that was a dick move. I wasn't going to say it out loud. I just, yeah. But then you did? I'm sorry, Espo. 
I should not tough. have said anything. It's fine. What we were talking about, the bench. The yeah, bench. They, they were great. Give them all Good the flowers. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be. Flower power? Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. We, I don't sure. know. I just, I just wanted to make a joke about flower power at least uh, one time. Gotcha. That's but fair. I got it out of my system, That's so fair. we can move on from that if we you guys can, don't want to we'll, keep we'll doing f- that. We'll workshop some things. <laughs> uh, okay, but Bismack Biombo was specifically singled out in the chat as them wanting us to give him some flowers. He did get in the game before Jock. I mean, he played the entire game and Jock didn't see any minutes tonight, yes. which in the pregame show, we were all saying <laughs> all that wrong. we had mm-hmm. anticipated and felt like Monty should have gone with Jock just for continuity's sake. But we didn't know there was a potential that Bismack would get that nod just because of how he's played as of late. And then, Gerald, of course, you brought up the matchup as yeah. well being the potential factor. I think it might have just been a matchup thing because Damian Jones is a big, strong, athletic dude. So they might have wanted to counter that with what Busy brings to the table on that front. I am still kind of surprised. I thought with the way that Jock has been playing in spurts recently off the bench um, and the fact that Busy was starting with DA out, that you would stick with Jock in that second unit. Um, but this could be a situation that's fluid going into the playoffs. It could be a situation where, depending on the matchup, you have Busy out there or you have Jock. And uh, as much as you want to see the rotation get trimmed and and Monty stick with one set rotation, I feel like he is gathering as much da- data as possible on all these lineups, and he's doing the exact thing that people were saying that they wanted him to do, which is be flexible, which is adapt based on matchup. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. I still think he's playing one too many guys, but if it's all part of a process to figure out who you want and what they can give you, I'm, I'm okay with it. I I think you're overthinking it. I think if uh, they brought Jock in, it would have violated the too many white big men on the court. (laughs) (laughs) Olympic marketing and Kessler. You couldn't have a fourth out there. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. my God. Three is okay. Utah. Before. No. Oh, we can't no. cross that line. Man, the Vivid sir. Smart Home Sit Arena would have been sir. lit. No. <laughs> Vivid would have been lit. <laughs> they had done that. Oh, Vivid would have thrown a parade. Oh, no. God bless. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... The- I'm pretty sure the churches would have all lit up. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God, you guys need to it's reel it in. I, I had a buddy, out of pocket tonight. I had a buddy text me. Is is it's a... I don't know why I can't say it. it is Walker Kessler look like a Hoosier villain motherfucker or what? It's like, I can't stop thinking about this. Oh, so yeah. oh my god, yes. That's unreal. Oh my Get god. it together, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we did it. We got a, we, we actually yeah. broke Lindsay tonight. I Thank love it. You all I right love it now because I don't know where to go from here. I know where Except to go. Except for I guess my question is, is how many OGs have you had tonight? Oh, I wish I had one. It feels like you all have had like three. Oh. No. And the not, fun OGs. Not just, yet. Just high off Saul's beard. So. Yeah, that's it. God I walked bless. in here and this wave of stank just Lit up the whole crowd. Not a wave of stink. Oh, a wave of stink. Well, That's actually the new flavor. <laughs> By no. Bookman. The new flavor is actually strawberries and cream. And it is a happy balance gummy, which means it's got a two to one ratio of CBD and THC. And like I said, it's the happy balance. It's got the properties that'll make your mind feel good, your body feel good. You're just in a really good, happy state of mind. And that's exactly what you're looking for from your scratch-made edibles, and you'll, it's exactly what you get when you get OGs. And OGs is a fantastic partner of ours. Like I mentioned, they've got the Strawberry Increase Happy Balance. They also have the Sleep Edition gummies, and those are in Aquaberry, which is very tasty. And that that Sleep Edition gummy, that's got a compound in it that helps with specifically falling and staying asleep. It also helps with rest and relaxation. So... If you are in the market for some amazing uh, gummies, check out our friends over at OG's. You can find them at your local dispensary or by checking out OG'sBrands.com. You must be 21 or older to enjoy, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Here's the deal. Gerald is getting prepared for his quad shot, but while he is doing that, let me, shot with you. let me give him a little bit yeah. of... Uh, 
Let me pump him up a little bit because you know <laughs> over at gophnext.com, Gerald writes amazing articles that all of you should be reading. If you are a diehard, you also get access to his diehard-only newsletter. Gerald put out some really amazing content last week that if you haven't checked out, you absolutely should. Thank you, sir. And of course, he will have amazing content this week as well. In addition to that, if you become a diehard, you get access to Gerald's newsletter. You also get a shirt upon signing up. You get discounts on merch and discount on events. So check it all out. It's really awesome. Espo, are you going to do one too? No, I just don't know what smells stronger, Saul's beard or this. It's this. Oh, <laughs> it was wow. Saul's beard, yeah. and now it's I mean, this. That's, that's, that's some good smell. All right. <sighs> well, here here we go, you guys. Right. So the, the YouTube channel got to see me pour out four shots into this lovely Pollo Sermonos That's literally glass. half a cup, Gerald. It's a lot. Usually I do it out of like a custom made shot glass that's for that reason. So we're going to see how this goes out of a regular <laughs> glass. But cheers, uh, cheers, everybody. Oh, boy. Should we do like a chug, 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 or do we just silently? Lindsay, I'm not allergic to alcohol, but this is making me feel like I wish I was. Damn, Gerald, that was wow. fast as wow. Girl! Oh my gosh. Hey, I will say this about Gerald. Wow. When, when, when Gerald is, is, is ready to throw down, he can throw down with the best of them. Fuck me. I believe this. <laughs> You know who wants was, to do a shot of James? You know it was my um, oh, the funniest part of this is I was like Gerald, oh. you're definitely going to be drunk after this quad shot. And he's like, no, it'll be okay. I was like, fine, then you're definitely going to puke. And he's like, nah, it's good. I was like, when's the last time you did a quad <laughs> shot? Wasn't it when you raised the money for oh. um, charity? And he was like, no, I think I did it last year. I was like, okay, so this is just a party favor you pull out every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. It's oh, like, damn, fuck. Gerald. It doesn't hit you until like 10 minutes in and then it all hits you at once. So in about Perfect. 10 minutes, you guys are probably going to have some fun. I'm really excited for 10 minutes for us to be able to, to uh, oh, quiz you on some things. I feel like a fire-breathing dragon right Gerald's now. Gerald's fiance, Amy, is in the chat and says, he has to come home with me, dot, dot, dot. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have a ride home for anyone wondering. My beautiful fiance is yes. going to be picking me up after the show. Oh we'll be we plan this out, responsible drinking. We'll we'll be helping her carry Gerald to the car. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Steven said that's how you know my boy went to ASU. There we go. Go Devils. <laughs> Liver training. Mentally, I'm fine. That has nothing to do with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Gerald. I'm impressed. I'm absolutely impressed. Ooh. All right, guys. What How else? much to drink? To no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A little too much. I, I think I'm done making bets. We need another 3000 for, for a charity. few days. You guys should probably take a, oh. take a break from your bet. Saul, is this like itching your nose? No. Why? I was just curious. Because my nose is so big? No, because oh. you have stuff all over your face. I was just curious if it I have was it all over my nose. face? I mean, like, from here on down, yeah. Uh, I mean, this I is can't the see weirdest shit. I don't like saying this <laughs> I just, I'm month. leaking everywhere, but, apparently. Oh, oh so. my God. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay, we got a super chat from Frank. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate you. You said that shot will put some girth on your chest. It's true. Definitely Mr. Will. Kaminsky, always good to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> What else would you guys like to talk about tonight's game? Because we rattled through all of my topics very quickly. Do we really? So what else stood out from you guys? Uh, Gerald, do you feel good to be put on the spot yeah, after uh, a quad I shot? Well, I, I don't have my laptop either. I'm lost. <laughs> I didn't feel like when they went down that it was that sense of panic or dread you felt in some of those other games. It just felt like, okay, they gave up a little bit of the lead. This is a run by Utah, mm -hmm. but they got this. Mm. Even without Booker scoring and if for three straight games after there's been immense questions about this bench they've the bench has dominated opponents mm. in the last three games and that has to be extremely encouraging with kd coming back because guess what your bench is going to get better tory craig's now going to be back on that bench and the defense gets better i hope it doesn't mess with the chemistry i don't think it will but i really I really think these last three games have gone a long way to make me feel a little bit more confident when you got to rely on those guys for 12 to 15 minutes come playoff time. I think we're, uh, we're in a much better position than we may have imagined a week, two weeks ago. I, I think, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> go ahead, Gerald. You got gold specs in your throat. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, I think tonight is kind of the blueprint of how a couple of playoff games might go in terms of, 
the starters are struggling because they're playing a good team, they're playing a good defense, and the bench just comes in and kind of obliterates their competition in limited minutes. I think that is really encouraging because we've seen it for, I think, three of the last four games already where the bench just comes in, they got high-scoring guys, they've got options, Terrence Ross goes off, TJ Warren goes off, campaign plays well. Like, that's enough to win you a playoff game sometimes if the starters' minutes are even. Um, so, I, you know, they're not going to carry the load. They're not going to play this many minutes like they did tonight. But it is encouraging to see them for the last week or so just come in there, have confidence, and, and look comfortable. The, do we want to talk about standings? Yeah, absolutely. Do we have a graphic for that or no? Did <laughs> no, it's okay. I can I can update everybody if you want. So <laughs> we want the updated graphic. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so, go ahead. Tom. So the Suns obviously stay in fourth place. Uh a game ahead of the Clippers now. Uh two games or actually a game and a half ahead of the Warriors, two games ahead of the Timberwolves, and two and a half games over the Pels. And then they're clear by three games over the Lakers and OKC. So they're sitting pretty. Um, they're in a great position. And honestly, they win that game on Wednesday and and move another game up on on the, the Timberwolves. That pretty much, I think that solidifies them as not being in danger of the play-in, especially after KD comes back. So, um, yeah, good things, good things at, at the right time. And that's what you're hoping mm -hmm. for for this team. You're hoping for... Uh, good production at the right time. And that's exactly what they've done. Well, and I think, too, the biggest thing is that, you know, we did flip-flop four and five there. I think throughout mm. the course of one whole day, we were in four and then five and then back to four. Yeah. And now we did get a question in the chat um, if KD will be back on Wednesday. That's what the report says from Sham Sharania. The Suns have not officially confirmed nor denied that report. We're... Checking to maybe see, hopefully they'll practice tomorrow and Gerald will be able to actually talk to them mm. and get a little bit more information. But that's all up in the air right now as far as like, confirmation the right from, <laughs> from the Gerald's Phoenix Suns and day. also if Gerald would even make it to practice tomorrow because the amount of drinking that is going to be like, happening my, my, on this show and that my, has already my, has has on this question show. Quick, okay? Okay. But we did. I, I think Ger I like the way the visualization is. Gerald's out with this, liver, okay? liver soreness. Oh, no. <laughs> Amy's got to drive him to practice tomorrow too and then pick him up and drive him back. But listen, we did get a super chat from Brian and Brian has been a long time viewer. Yes. And they said yesterday was my 30th birthday. Can Ooh. Espo take a shot? Was it though? Happy birthday. Can, can Amy drive me home to East Face? <laughs> Happy Gerald birthday. and Espo are taking a shot in there honor of your birthday. It's not another quad shot from Gerald, just one single shot for Gerald. So that's puts him at five. I think I got some of Soul's beard. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you did not. <laughs> oh, no. tasty. Uh, while that kind of settles in, I think after it's been like what a couple minutes, maybe we could start quizzing Gerald. Yeah, so while that one settles in, <laughs> let me remind you guys as the Suns are going to be coming back to town that the best place to get your tickets is, of course, game time. And the best way to get your tickets is to wait till the last minute because you can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. When you buy through Game Time, and specifically the Game Time link that is in the description of this show, whether you're watching here on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, that Game Time link is in the description of this show. It's the best way to support us as well. So make sure you check that out when you are looking for tickets to sporting events or concerts, wherever you want to go. And again, procrastination is key when it comes to Game Time. You can save up to 60% over there. Uh, we did get a super chat from Joseph. Did you have something else? Well, I was just to say, I, I prefer game time. Like a lot of times in the old day, you go out to like Jimmy on the corner there and he's like, I got two for ya. you. <laughs> what, what are you willing to give me what for we, the two? We in fucking Brooklyn all yeah, of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's always you know, that, that kind of guy out there. And uh, I can say that. I'm Italian. You know the, you know the guy. You know the guy. You know the guy. guy. You, know guy. guy. Yeah. you go talk to Jimmy, he's got two for you, all right? And and you never knew. It was like you were playing ticket Russian roulette, right? You didn't know if you're getting a fake ticket. You didn't know what you're getting. Game time, safe, secure, reliable, yeah. and sixty percent off. You're not getting screwed by Jimmy. All right? This is facts. You're not getting screwed by Jimmy. All right. So we do have a super chat from Joseph, and they said, "How are we feeling about Booker's wrist slash finger injury?" Uh, Joseph, we did talk about that earlier on in the show, but thank you for your question. And basically, we're all kind of 
okay for now. He's fine. Saul and Gerald have like zero concerns. Espo, I think you said like maybe a subtle concern, just just natural kind of like yeah. you know maybe I'm, out of three out of ten. He does a shot of Tennessee honey and he's fine before the next game. Yeah. By the way. It's definitely something we'll continue to monitor since it has been he's had tape on and wrap on it for a couple games now. It's not it's non shooting hand. Who cares? Yeah. So we'll he keep should, an eye on it, but it we're be okay. so far. No major panic whatsoever. Tape that shit up. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Until tomorrow when we hear his day to day. <laughs> if, they, if they ice Booker the day Kevin Durant comes back, I'll be sad. I, this city might just blow up. Honestly, and I think that would be justified. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just not cool. Like, stop playing with our emotions. <laughs> it's not that we would be panicking. It's just more of an emotional, like, reaction to the situation. Gerald, how are you feeling? I feel okay. You're yeah. a little red in the cheeks, buddy. No, I know it's hot in here. You got a little flush. Do I? Little I think Brittany wants now. you to do another quad shot at your 40th on Thursday. Oh, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> One for every decade. <laughs> but Brittany, aren't Brittany, are you going to the game tomorrow? You're going to the game tomorrow, right? Or not tomorrow, I mean Wednesday. Wednesday. Today's Monday. Yeah. Today is Monday. I'm pretty sure. Happy early birthday, though, Brittany. I'm pretty yeah. sure she said she was getting to go to the game on Wednesday. Oh, Emma, this is why Emma's our star Emma producer. Emma brought Gerald a fan. She, she brought me a second fan. She just doesn't awesome. want you to throw up on set. I, I not throw up. I also <laughs> would, would love that. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for this fan to blow so all this gold glitter can just fly onto Lindsay. Oh, I, I washed my hair today. That's, I would be so upset. That's some of that Arizona honey. <laughs> we got Tennessee honey over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so Brittany is going to the game on Wednesday, which, I mean, that's solid because Ooh. you might actually see Kevin Durant's home debut to celebrate your birthday. Like, that worked out really well. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Knock on wood, touch metal, whatever Hopefully. your thing is. Whatever your thing Did is. Did you see the person in the chat earlier that said, this is as if <laughs> Twin Peaks, uh, the show Twin Peaks, uh, started talking sports, and I was like, that is the greatest description <laughs> of whatever the hell is going on I've here. I've never there. seen Twin Peaks. I don't think I have either, it's but this show is very chaotic, and I can only imagine if that's what the, if there's any correlation, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, the show is super chaotic. Give the French guy a sobriety test. <laughs> I don't no. know how to test Gerald's soberness. What do we, What? how do we do this? It's a good question. Hold on. I did a couple of tests. Mm -hmm. Well, I not like tests, but I did some research because I was looking up questions like how to test your sobriety. Okay. okay. So we can do a mix of either math questions. Ooh. Yes. It's pretty much like testing like your memory, your coherence, and your ability to like make decisions. Okay. So right. one of them was like, is it's 3 a.m. You have something to tell your friend. What do you do? I wait till morning. Oh, he's not drunk enough. No. Ah, okay. That's boring. That's lame. I was hoping you'd get drunk pretty quick. The correct too. answer is you text your ex. What was the question? <laughs> He's drunk. It's it's <laughs> it's three a.m. You have something to tell your friend. What do you do? Well, what I would ask myself like how important on a scale of one to ten is this thing I need to tell my no, friend? No, you wouldn't, because you'd be drunk. You would be drunk, Lindsay. That's uh, the point. Well, it's a trick question. I don't have any friends. What do I do? Oh, oh, but what if I'm drunk and something serious happened and I got to get a hold of my friend? Well, if but you're in trouble, that's one out. thing. But if you just have to tell your friend something, that oh, shit can well, wait. Oh, my God. It's so wait. important. I got to text her <laughs> right it? now. Oh, my God. Give me my phone. <laughs> Is that your drunk voice? That's, Is that oh, what happens? That's, my, that's my girl drunk voice. <laughs> I wish I had gotten to see Lindsay drunk just like one time. I, I know. feel like it would be oh a very good I, I so want her to take an OGs on one of these shows. Ah, sorry, guys. Maybe after, Honestly, though, maybe after a couple years. I feel like you probably wouldn't have loved it. You might have you been okay with it. I was a wanderer, though. So I was one of those people who oh. would just, like, disappear. And then you'd be like, where the F did Lindsay go? And then I would pop back up. And I'd be like, hey, guys, what's up? And then you'd be but angry you would come because back, you're like, though. where the fuck did you go? You would come back, though? Sometimes, no. yeah. Okay. Were no, you that's a not cool. girl. Huh? When it's like Were 2 o'clock in the no. morning, you're ready to no. go. Not a girl. And then you got to find that person. Yeah. Like, where the fuck is Lindsay at? I know. And I know, I know I'm mad at I'm mad at younger Lindsay for being a wanderer because that's not smart. But no. it just it was what it was. Yeah. And but at least I knew that about myself, so we could prepare. So my friend group, we always had one sober person, okay. and she always knew Lindsay wanders. I got to keep an eye on we her. We got a runner. <laughs> exactly. They just put you in one of those leashes like they have the kids. Yeah. Yeah. They have. Like they the monkey have. backpack leash. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my no, goodness no, gracious. No, no, no. 
the air tags on their friends. That's they, actually kind of smart. So everyone has like a little uh, carabiner with an air tag on one of their belt loops. I'm so actually just all find not your mad at that idea. That's hilarious. Actually. And plus, air tags when you ring it, it makes a sound. So like if so you can find them, or yeah. if you're drunk, our friends like. <laughs> Microchip. <laughs> we microchipped each other. We I know mean, where we are. It's actually really smart when you think about it. I give all of you youngins, like the 21-year-olds these days, props for coming up with creative ways to do that. Back in my day, you had to wander oh around the casino shouting the person's name to find them. Damn. <laughs> Anytime you start a sentence with back, back in, in my day. day. Yeah. Back in my day. You're going to get a Charles Barkley-ass statement after that. Hey, speaking of that, <laughs> we did have a couple people in the chat ask if we had touched on the Charles Barkley-KD beef, which we did in the pregame show. But I yes. think it's fair to touch on it sure. one more time Let's here in the it. postgame show since we have a few additional viewers here. Yeah. So basically, Charles Barkley took another shot at KD, and KD <laughs> responded telling Charles that he just doesn't respect him anymore right. because of the way he continues to speak about him and i think the biggest thing for us is that and probably kevin durant too is is charles not really going after katie's game he's going after katie the person yeah. and his emotions and who he is in that way and that's just kind of lame to be honest it's very lame uh again what i said earlier in the pregame show was it's cool once twice maybe three or four times but like i feel like charles barkley talks about katie all the time now and that's what he gets asked the most now. And he just can't help but answer those questions. Yeah. And there's one thing, there's one thing saying, like, I don't like what Katie's doing. It's another thing to just attack him on multiple different levels for multiple different reasons. And I'm just not on board with it anymore. It's a kind of tired stick now, and I'm not here for it. That's that's where my question comes in is how much is this Chuck bringing this up? And how much is this just answering questions that he's asked? Because, and this is going to sound funny, talking about journalistic integrity from the guy that did five shots on the postgame show. But, <laughs> like, as a journalist, come up with better fucking questions, man. Stop going to the same well that we've seen him go to multiple times. And, like, maybe ask about, have you talked with Kevin Durant, like, directly about any of these things? Or, like, have you reached out to him in any way? Mm -hmm. Like, because I feel like this same response is getting tired. We've heard it before. Um, and like I said in the pregame show, I love Chuck the player. I love Chuck even the TV entertainer. But as far as being an analyst and as far as being um, one of these role models that a lot of this younger generation looked up to, I, I don't care for him at all as a talking head. And it's unfortunate because he is entertaining. Uh, it just feels like he speaks off the cuff a lot of the time. Yeah. And all of it is aimed at Katie's personality instead of his game which is what which for kevin durant as we've talked about before is all that's important to him but let's take katie out of the equation mm -hmm. is is at the base level and i'm not trying to defend charles i'm just legit wondering this yeah at the base level is this generation so different than than charles's generation that it would make sense that they come off as kind of whiny or whatever to him. I mean, they played in a much tougher game. The they didn't get that generation was getting beat up on the court. Is there something to it from from that base level? I think I think he's become a bit obsessed with Kevin Durant and talking about him in specific. But can is there something at the base level of it? I mean, Kevin Durant's what thirty five? Yeah, thirty five years mm -hmm. old. Um, he grew up, well, he was 10 years old when that generation, the nineties were going on and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So he knew what that generation was about. I mean, cause he's been balling forever. <clears throat> I don't, I don't necessarily feel like it's such a, a gap. I just think KD talks and he tells you what he thinks and he's not always on board with other people say, and he, he responded in that tweet. Uh, to somebody else and saying like, yeah, it does bother him when mm -hmm. the older generations or other players that are considered great players talk shit about him. And he's like, he, it means something for him because KD, whether you like him or not, KD is a basketball purist. Mm -hmm. He loves the game. He loves the hoop. So when Charles Barkley is coming after him talking about, oh, well, he didn't go about getting his championships the right way. Oh, he's never carried a team. Oh, he's a bus driver, blah, 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 blah. Like, 
that does not sit well. And I and I think after a certain point, cool. All right, you gave your opinion once or twice. You, I, I noted, cool. But the fact that he has to continuously bring it up, that's my beef with it, is that he's cool to say it. Fine. We all have takes that we stand by, but the repetitiveness of this, that's what I think is, is just getting tired. And that's when you start to lose respect from not only – from not only people, but also this generation of people mm -hmm. are going to look at Charles Barkley and be like, he's a clown for saying that, man, over and over and over again. We get it the first time. You don't have to keep beating the, uh, a dead horse. Yeah. Well, I, go ahead. No, no. You Mike ahead. B. also said fans never had access to players like they yes. do now. Well, reporters also, reporters, journalists, hosts, whatever, it was never as big as it is now either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was, you went to the newspaper or the five o'clock news. It wasn't. 24-7 talk show opinionated kind of material that you see now. So whoever was maybe ripping on Barkley, like Barkley is on KD, it was like every once in a while through a paper. It yeah. wasn't this type of a setting where you have millions and millions of eyeballs on it at any given time. It's just so much bigger well, now than it ever was, I think. And journalists actually have more personal connections, better access back then. They used to fly on the team planes yeah. and stuff. So I, I don't think the criticism or, or flew on commercial with the team. I don't think the cr criticism back then was as pointed in most cases because they were so very close. Now you've got anybody that can can throw criticism uh, as well. It's just it's a different generation. I mean, yeah. for and if, sure. And if you look at Charles himself. Like he ring chased at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, he was very thin skinned as well. Threw a guy through a bar window, did a bunch of shit that in today's world with Twitter, oh, yeah. like he would get raked. Oh, yeah. Raked for half of this shit that he pulled. So, like, don't act like, don't act, don't act like there's, there's just one negative because he's this old school guy and Katie's just not built like that. Because if the roles were reversed, He'd be getting dragged more than KD right now. Well, yeah. and this whole comparison of like generations and decades and all this stuff is kind of tired to me personally because it's like, of course, things evolve. Who, what generation is like the generation that came before them in literally anything? Well, yeah. and with technology, you can't compare it. There's just no way. No. Life was so different for those stars. I mean, especially. Think about the dream team, like, and how they were walking around the streets of Spain and stuff during that uh, that whole trip. Like, right. nothing like that happens now. None of none of this stuff happens the way it, it it did. And and the whole comparing eras in general. I mean, you can't. The game's significantly different now. You can't compare eras and go, well, <clears throat> this guy's better than this guy. You you fundamentally it, it, yeah. can't. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't work. So even that, even the criticism from one generation to the next, it's holding on to a lot of baggage of their own crap, trying to project it on the next generation. Right. Two, two things from the chat. Jeremy said, imagine Chuck live streaming from the club on IG back in the day. Oh, man. Would be phenomenal content. Thank you. It would be out of control, but it would be, it would, it would. <laughs> Remember how Paul trending Pierce. on Twitter for a hot minute? Until that got through the window, uh, you live streamed it on IG. We literally have yeah, it. So funny. Remember how uh, Paul Pierce uh, got fired from ESPN? Yeah. I imagine Charles Barkley would have had some it, stuff like that. That's going. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It would have been like the everybody who saw it on the internet, like, oh my god, yep. and send it to somebody else. Yeah. You have to see this. Social media different, coverage yes. different, like everything. Even just our understanding of basic like mental health is different. Mm -hmm. I feel like because a lot of the stars now are very cognizant of the impact that searching their name on Twitter yes. can have. So it's, it's, it is a generational thing, but it is sad because these are two of my favorite basketball players that I've ever gotten to watch. And you hate to see them beefing, especially because Charles Barkley is already a son's legend. Mm -hmm. If Kevin Durant brings the sons to where we think they they're heading, where they want to go, he's going to establish himself immediately as a son's legend yeah. and you would like to think that Chuck instead of taking this approach where he's already setting himself up to tear down what KD does here would be setting it up to encourage him to lift him up um, and that's just the unfortunate thing is that's not really the nature of it sometimes there's no scenario where KD loses this in my opinion to no. this like, beef, you like, mean? If, no. if he wins a championship 
there is no possible way that you could sit here and say, well, the Suns would have won it without you. There's no way. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. not this team. No. There's no way. I, they they would they would struggle mightily to get to the second third round. So if KD was the difference maker, led him to a championship uh, alongside Devin Booker. Not only do I think Devin Booker goes in, in in Suns history as the greatest son of all time officially because he's the only one to win a championship, mm. but KD cements his legacy as a top ten possibly even a top five player at that point because he did something in a city that no one else could do it. And they've had multiple MVPs. They've had multiple runs at a championship three times, and all three times they couldn't get more than two wins each time. Like, man, shit, if he can only get three wins in a series, that would be a jump. So Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I feel the shots hitting, by the way. Yes. They fucking <laughs> All right. Well, shots, I've got shots, good news shots, for you shots, guys. Sade sent us a super chat. Thank you, Sade. And said, Dwayne asked Book about his hand, and he said it's fine. We also have um, the tweet for this, if we could bring that up. Uh, question, saw you grab at the right hand. Is it good, Booker? Yeah, it's fine. So Book always addresses this kind of stuff this way. He kind of just brushes it to the side. So we'll see once we get the injury report for Wednesday. Um, which will probably be tomorrow afternoon, but we'll see. Let's yeah. hop in the Wayback Machine. Dwayne asking uh, Chris D- DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Uh, DA, how's your hip? It's oh, good. It's I made an adamantium. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play tomorrow. Vibranium. Uh, yeah. oh, vib- adamantium, <laughs> vibranium, it doesn't matter. Uh, hard steel. It's I like, yeah, man, I made yeah. a vibranium. Yeah. <laughs> so is my so, liver. Yeah. But thanks, Dave, for your super chat. Appreciate you. Emma, let's check <laughs> in back on in. a few more of those uh, drunk <laughs> questions and see what What's going on Let's with Let's go, Emma. Give us some drunk <laughs> questions. Which one right. this time, Emma? Gerald. Let's do some drunk questions. Do you want to take a shot first? Yeah. Do it, do yeah. it, do it. That's number yeah. six for Gerald Borgay, who will not be at practice tomorrow because he'll be hungover. I'll be all right. <laughs> all right, and Gerald. And show, an intervention for Gerald Borgay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gerald just kidding, just kidding. Brought you by... <laughs> Okay, so this is going to be a math question, okay? What? It's a math question. All right, math question. So we got 56 plus 42 minus 7 plus 17. 108. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Nicely done. I hate you, Gerald. There we go. Nicely done. Are we that surprised? No, but I was hoping that at least like five shots in with the six on top, it'd be a little bit more of a struggle. Give us another this one. Is like, Gerald. damn, Gerald. <laughs> he just wants to eat his bangers and mash, all right? I'm just here to eat my bangers and mash. <laughs> all the questions I'm looking at, I can't ask knowing that Amy's in the chat. That's fair. <laughs> That's also probably a really good way to gauge if you should ask a question or not, to pretend that they're in the chat. Nobody seems to care about regular... when my wife is in the chat. No, no, no that's why I said to pretend that they're in the chat. I'm talking like in general. Okay, that should so... probably be a good gauge of where the line is. Yeah. Gerald, so now we're going to test, like, we're going to test your ability to kind of just, like, are you going to be truthful or are you going to okay. lie? Are you able to tell us your deepest and darkest secrets? Are you going to open up pretty much? Okay. Uh, what's the most embarrassing song from your favorite band? Most like like guilty pleasure song. Oh, my guilty pleasure song. <laughs> yeah, one that you're like low key embarrassed to play in front of anybody else. <laughs> you know what's funny? My like high school and college friends, if they see this, they'll make fun of me. But it's definitely "Party in the USA" by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And your I work friends are going to make fun of you too. You have to sing this song so much, but now when it comes on, I'm like. Oh, this has happy memories attached to it, you know. <laughs> like, when, you think about a t- when did you have a time when "Party in the USA" came on and you weren't happy? I don't even know what that song is. It's, it's a, a party, party in the USA. USA. I'm so glad yeah. they had that cover <laughs> in unison too. Yeah, it's That's awful. What it sounds like. Oh, it's a great song, Miley Cyrus. Uh, what are your guys's? Yeah, I'm not drunk, so why am I gonna <laughs> open up to you? Song? You talk about Taylor Swift all the time. Is there nothing embarrassing stop you? about that? So say what it is. What's your What's your most embarrassing song? What's your guilty song? pleasure? I mean, music? it's raining men. <laughs> okay, mine would probably be no. like a throwback song. Do you guys remember Sammy? I like it. Do you remember that song? I like oh it. Oh my god! He's like, I like the way you look at me. 
Nope. I like the time we spend, baby. No, but I kind of oh want you to keep singing. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite road trip songs. That and, like, Spice Girls, when you throw it way back. Oh, okay. When you were, like, kid kids, those go. songs, and then you belt them out at the top of your lungs. Yep. Love that. I my favorite. high school when Spice Girls was well, out. Okay, I think I'm most interested to hear Saul's Guilty yeah, Pleasure same. song, though. Mine's Juice by Lizzo. Okay. Okay. But Lizzo, okay. Lizzo's legit. I, I like go that. fucking hard in the car on I that like song. That. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, I have it right here. Oh man. Uh, but you know, because I don't, I gotta hear the song to get into it. That's so fair. Just, That's fair. Yeah, I do. Sorry. <laughs> Emma, what's yours? Go ahead. Why'd you gasp like that? I was gonna say <laughs> Cisco the Thong Song. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? You can't. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's just good music. But you can't lie that if that song ever came on, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Uh, It's cool for like the first like hook, but then I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I'm done with it." Yeah, but that intro, you know exactly what that intro sounds like. (laughs) But that's one of those songs you switch up like mid-song to another. Oh yeah, for sure. You can't listen to the whole thing. Now I will say this: I I do get down on some. some uh, uh, new kids on the block. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. Really? Oh new yeah. Kids. Oh yeah. What's your favorite? Right. Did you kids. go to the when they did the like tour? I sure did you the do fuck it? did. Yeah. Yeah. Me and the wifey. We went to go right. see them and Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. They, they're yeah. kind of sticking on their moves a little bit. They were a little, <laughs> oh, no. little stiff. Well, yeah. You just don't. Yeah. You can't move that way. We need to get a little yeah. older. Like, please don't go, girl. Oh shit! Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> please don't go, girl. X, yeah. X in the uh, chat said Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Do you hit the moves though? You are. Do you bust out the Backstreet Boy my, and sing my, like? My, tell me my, why. Whatever. <laughs> You're all drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we feeling good now, fans. <laughs> I, I want it that way. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. <laughs> Who is drunk here? All three of you. We're doing it for I you. I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. Gerald, yeah. I'm disappointed you didn't on, join man. in. I'm sorry. There's supposed I... to be a chorus right here. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're supposed to be a team. I dropped a the team. ball. I dropped the ball. <laughs> Gerald. Oh, my yeah. God. Disgusting brothers. Uh, <laughs> brothers. Emma, I cut you off with yours. <laughs> Okay, so uh, about damn time by Lizzo, okay. fucking banger. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I also have a whole playlist like dedicated to guilty pleasures. You yeah. have a whole. Playlist? You have a guilty pleasures playlist. What's at the top yeah. of it? Oh, oh snap! You at the top. Out. So the first one we got Heart Attack, Demi Lovato. Okay. I could see. Demi Next Lovato. we got Banana Pancakes, Jack Johnson. Okay. Making banana. How is that a guilty pleasure? But I feel like they're like naming very popular like artists. Yeah. Like, like what's, what's an, an artist that you listen to that you like don't want us to know that you listen to? Careless Whisperer. Fuck yeah. Like, let's go. By, like Josh Groban. Oh, by where? I, I love Josh Groban. Josh Groban and Guilty Pleasure. Um, I don't know. I feel like you tell the kids you listen to Josh Groban. I feel like you guys Groban. need to sing the songs because I can't. I'm not good with names. I don't know. Uh, Josh Groban? Yeah. He's like an. He's like an opera-ish singer kind of. I think I think hard. one artist like uh, genuine guilty pleasure. Mm. I can get the fuck down to Justin Bieber. Uh, okay. Justin Bieber does. I agree. I just I'm mad that I like some of his right. songs, but some of so, his songs are really some of them are fucking bangers. Right. And wow. So careless whisper is I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty uh, feeling got no okay. rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song though. It is. It was in Deadpool. I'm just thinking, all I can think about is throwback songs from, okay. like, middle yeah. school and all that type of stuff. Yeah. That's all That's it is. Okay. But some of those are fun. Was in pri- is it Private Eyes? Private Eyes. They're watching you. you. Oh, my God. They see your every move. Have that, this one I have not yeah, heard. Yeah, I haven't heard this <laughs> I don't know what this By one Hollow Notes? It's incredible yeah. there are no, some people in this one. chat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 400 people Promiscuous by N- Nelly Furtado, yes. I can't believe you oh, guys are here, but thank you. We great appreciate you Team very Selena. much. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Team Selena, 100%. Oh, my God. for real? R.I.P. Yeah. Oh. Instead, if you get hurts. in front of my car no, no, when no. ACDC Thunderstruck comes wait. on, I will run you over. Wait, team, wait, hold on. Fair. Team Selena, like Selena Gomez? Oh, team Selena? 
Yeah. Or oh, Team Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. No, no. This, I'm pretty sure, Jay, you need to tell me which oh, one yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Selena. Yeah, right now, about there's beef. But right now, there's beef going on between Selena and Hayley Bieber, right. and you're picking teams. Right. So oh, Team Selena, Team Selena means something different I think right I'm still Team, Se it's, Team Selena. It's, I think it's uh, Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb is... 100%. Yeah. Don't yeah. Bitty. But I'm just, I need to know now if you're talking about like the current beef or you're talking about... Right. We need clarification in the chat. <laughs> wham motherfuckers wham. wham yes 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 michael mcdonald from mark <laughs> tashi says danger zone oh yes kenny loggins let's go wait sing it i, I went to, to the, the danger zone. zone okay yes yes where my archery fans at? I think we should call, that's what we should call uh, this, this kind of a segment. Lana. Is the danger zone? Dude, we need, a, we need a sounder that's Lana. like a warning to let people know yes. that we have turned the corner yes. of just into yeah. chaos. We have entered the danger zone. Into chaos. Oh, hello said the beef is done between Selena and okay, but what's the her beef face because they liked each other's instas. Oh, the beef isn't really done though. Haley literally reached out to Selena and was like, "Your fans are bullying me." <laughs> and so Selena put out a story, and Haley liked that story. <laughs> Fucking who cares? And then Haley rebuttaled and posted a story thanking Selena. I think who cares? So, the beef is, so, so the you're beef saying she got mad because she was bullied for being a bully? Haley got bullied for being a bully. Yeah. Yeah. But but Selena's. to be fair, to be fair, like Selena's oh, fans are kind of yeah. like uh, Taylor Swift fans. They're kind of scary. They're crazy. Yeah, they're kind of diehards. Yeah. Well, maybe so you should if you bully people on the internet. Well, no fucking shit, Lindsay. <laughs> 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 Emma, oh, a good one. Go the way you thought it would. Low key Nickelback has some bangers. Okay. okay. <laughs> Nickelback right. never had a banger. So, I will tell you no. though, if you play a Nickelback right. song, I guarantee you I can sing at least half of it. No. Yeah. Okay. Give, give me I a can. song. Right. Give, it, give it to us. Rockstar. No, sing you it. have to sing it. Look oh. at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Come on. I think that Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I need the actual song on. I'll try. <laughs> Come on, we gotta get Lindsay to sing a song before we end the show. I did sing a song. I sung Sammy, and it was really bad. No, that was enough embarrassment for one show. No, you were not getting copyrighted off of our voices. Are you kidding me? Have you heard us? From Arthur, we were right. Emma and I were right. Jay said Selena Gomez. LOL, living with teenagers is all I hear. Yeah, don't change the subject. I want to sing. I want her to sing. Uh -huh. Let's get a song for us all to sing before we end this show. Well, let's sing a song. What are we singing? I don't know that I know that one. What's I another said, song? What's another Nickelback song? I said there's a good song? chance that I know YMCA. half of it. No. What's another, what's another Nickelback song? What's another song? Nickelback song? <laughs> Let me That's see. It. Let me look it up. That's, it. That's the one. Photograph. Which one? Oh. Oh, yeah. I really am. This is how you remind me. Why are you quiet? But I really am. <laughs> Before we say goodbye, we do have a couple of super chats. Let's see. Theme Kicks said Return of the Mac, the best song for every occasion. That song is a song that will put me in a good mood, no matter how angry I'm feeling. And especially there was that one guy who went viral like six years ago for dancing in different locations. Do you remember that? Yes. I have that video saved to my phone. And if I'm really upset or mad, I will watch it and immediately have a smile on my face. <laughs> Noted. Immediately. No. <laughs> Let me write Middle that of a one fury, down. I'm like, <laughs> we're just going to play that every time she walks into the office. Well, then you will it. That's you remarkable. will kill it if you play it every oh, okay. single day. And then Leo, thank you for your super chat, said Gerald Singh. Gerald, sing win for your fans? Yeah. Oh, oh win. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Everybody join in. All right. Okay. Count us down, Gerald. This is how we're going to say goodbye, just FYI. Okay, but there's I, another super way. Oh, we have another super, super chat. Oh, we have one more? Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, Devin. Thank you, Devin. My bad. Uh, newest member, one of the newest members of our diehard family. Sorry, Devin. Yes, sir, um, Devin. Gerald got that vibranium liver. He does. He, <laughs> he does. does. Gerald, yeah, you do. I do. Okay. I'm a little disappointed that Gerald's not more drunk. To be I honest, mean, I did six shots. Uh, yeah. Do we have background music? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
win. Win, 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 win. Curve everything else. Win, 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 win. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on.